in this room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on mother Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Thank goodness. It's Friday. Had a long week. A long week. Can't wait for the weekend. I I got to work all weekend anyway, but I'm just happy that I get some sleep. I don't got to wake up early in the morning. I wish my black ass would work on the weekend. But you know what? I wake up early every uh, on the weekend. Not anyway. as early as you do for work in the morning. I wake, about, I wake up about six a.m. every okay, on the weekend, that's Saturday, Sunday. Sleeping into me. Yeah, that's not early for us, brother. Yeah, yeah I get up at like four it, in the morning. If I get up at six, early. that's actually two extra hours. We've been waking up four o'clock in the morning every day for the past eight years. <laughs> okay, because of the Breakfast Club. Six, Thank I, God. You about six a.m. and then um. Six a.m. is. Awesome. It still sucks because the whole house is sleeping and you're the only one up. Why are you up at 6 a.m.? I don't know. My body just gets me up at 6. I just can't go back to sleep. He got to pee. No, I ain't got to pee, <laughs> no. I just get up at 6 a.m. Okay. But it, but it allows me to do stuff around the house while everybody's sleeping because that's sometimes some of the best times. When everybody's out. You can do whatever you need to do. So that's some of the best times. I do do that on the weekend now, though, because I'm uh, working on my second book. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I wake up every Saturday morning or, like, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. like, real, real early, and I get to writing. Nice. Yep. When it's nice and quiet. Well, we got a lot going on this morning well, up here. We yeah. got a nice balance this morning. Well, first of all, I just want to say Charlemagne killed someone yesterday. Who did I kill? The founder of Toys R Us, but we'll talk about that. No, more. y'all killed the founder of Toys R Us with all that online shopping. Broke that man's heart because that company went bankrupt. And he was 94 years old, so it was about time for him to clock out anyway. My goodness. Well, as I was saying, Takashi 69 will be joining us this morning. Okay. Explain to the people who Takashi 69 is for those who may not know. He's a rapper. From Brooklyn, he has rainbow hair, and he likes to start-ish. Real tough guy, so I've heard. Well, I was out and about yesterday. So he says. And everywhere I went, people were like, so I see you have Takashi 6ix9ine on the show tomorrow, so what happened in the interview? What's happening? What's going on? What'd he say? What's what good? happened? I don't know. What happened? Ooh. I don't know, but everybody was very interested in that mm. particular interview. Well, so. that happens next hour, and also Roxanne Shantae will be joining us. That's right. Us. Gotta balance it out. We got something new with Takashi 6ix9ine and something classic with Roxanne Shantae. And that movie is on Netflix right now. Right yes. now. You can watch it right now. Now. And Roxanne's not alone. She has the young lady, Shantae Adams, who plays her in the Roxanne mm-hmm. Roxanne movie on Netflix. She'll be with her as well. All so right. it's a nice balance. Perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness this morning. Okay. okay? All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. We'll tell you about the Toys R Us founder and more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about the Toys R Us founder. Yes, the founder of Toys R Us, Charles Lazarus. He was 94 years old. He no longer held a stake in the chain. He definitely grew up, by the way. But he started the company back in 1948 when he was only 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And Toys R Us tweeted out, there have been many sad moments for Toys R Us in recent weeks and none more heartbreaking than today's news about the passing of our beloved founder, Charles Lazarus. Our thoughts and prayers are with Charles' family and loved ones. Online shopping killed that man, man. Online shopping bankrupted Toys R Us, which caused that man to die. But he was 94 years old. He grew up. 
up. It was a lot yeah, of stress. It was, on the it show. was competition from Walmart and Target as well. So I'm don't sure blame Walmart and Target for his death. No, it was a lot of stress. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Walmart and Target had a lot to do with it. But he was 94. 94 years old, Artist and he also Vaughn. no longer had a stake in the company anyway. 94, I'm cool. The only way I would want to stick around at 94 is because I'm like, damn, I might as well make it to 100. That's a nice even 100. Call it a day. But just imagine you're 94, and then you're, you're, you're something that you built this says bankrupt and closing. That might give you a little stress. I don't care about money at that point, mother. Listen, he thrived for a long years time. Old. Back in the 90s, it grew to an $11 billion business. He had some great years. And I'm sure he got some money stacked away. His right. kids fine. His grandkids I'm fine. I'm sure they grandkids fine. It'll be okay. Now, let's talk about Trump. Yes, a former Playboy Playmate of the Year says that she had a 10-month affair with Donald Trump. Now, Karen McDougal sat down and did an interview with Anderson Cooper. And she talked about how they first met, their tryst. They met during the filming of The Apprentice back in June 2006 at the Playboy Mansion. She said she had unprotected sex with Donald Trump many dozens of times. And she felt like they were in love. But he did try to pay her for sex, and she was offended. Why? He's a billionaire. Check it out. After we had been intimate, he he tried to pay me. I actually didn't know how to take that. Did he actually try to hand you money? He did, and I said, I mean, I just had this look of, I don't even know how to describe it. The look on my face must have been so sad because <laughs> I had never been offered money like that before, number one. But number two, I thought, does he think that I'm in this for money or why I'm here tonight? Or is this a normal thing? I didn't know, but I looked at him and I said, that's not me. I'm not that kind of girl. And he said, oh, and he said, you're really special. Who is this silly rabbit? Okay, first of all, you, why was wrong with offering a girl money after you have sex with her? Here's a little change, baby. Well, you don't say go buy yourself something nice. They were in love. She said he always told me he loved me and that he would call her baby and beautiful Karen. And she said that she would book her own flights and hotels in various cities across the country and he would reimburse her. So, they she would was, be so what's the problem? She said she also spent a lot of time with his bodyguard who would drive her to and from their rendezvous spots. And she met all of his adult children and he would tell her that she reminded him of Ivanka. And she also talked about knowing that he was married. So she actually apologizes to Melania for their affair. Here's what she said. I never brought up his wife. He did once. And that's the only time I can remember when he said she was an intelligent woman. But other than that, he never talked about his wife. And I never brought her up. I, when I look back where I was back then, I know it's wrong. Like, I'm really sorry for that. I, I know it's a wrong thing to do. You know, when I got with him, there was a real relationship there. There was real, there were real feelings between the two of us, not just myself, not just him. And you know, in deep inside, I did have a lot of guilt, but I, I still continued. So you had real feelings for a married man. The married man slept with you and tries to give you a little change afterwards, a little hush money. You know what I'm saying? A little, you know what? Let's keep this between us. And you got a problem with that? This is embarrassing. She also says that he would take her to his home at Trump Tower and pointed out Melania's room where she likes to have alone time. And who is this embarrassing for? Because it's not embarrassing for Trump. It's embarrassing for Melania. Yes, it is. It's embarrassing for Trump. Melania's wow. wife. It's embarrassing for his wife, really. Donald Trump is was was a reality show star, celebrity playboy, and I'm supposed to be uh, surprised that he had sex with a porn star? That's nah, embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing for, for, for He still wife, got a 10-year-old kid or something like that, a 12-year-old kid? For his wife that he actually had her Absolutely. in the house. But, but, you know. Uh, I've watched Donald Trump do a lot of more, lot more embarrassing things over the past year. Yeah, is. of course. <laughs> okay. But we're just talking about this particular situation. All right. This is what we're talking about now. So Karen McDougal, former Playboy model. And, of course, the White House is denying that this ever took place. Of course. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you just want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. The 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This Lexus. How are y'all this morning? Hey, Good morning, Lexus. Lexus. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. I made it to The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Lexus. We know what kind of car your mama wanted when she was a kid, but couldn't afford. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so happy to hear y'all. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, What's up, boo? Hey, boo. Hey, Lexus. Get it I'm off your chest, mama. What part? Aiken. <laughs> Aiken, what's happening out there? Get it off your yes, chest, mama. Yes. Just calling the spread some positivity. I listen to y'all every morning. I love y'all show. Y'all doing y'all thing. Like, keep doing it. We appreciate Thank you, man. Salute to everybody so in Aiken. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Jeff calling out of 757. Hey, Jeff, get it off your chest, bro. All right, so I just started this new job, right? So I got this old head, man. He be mad, hating. <laughs> Cause the boss told me I could leave 15 minutes early, so he be mad. So every day he pull up on me like, "Yeah, you know you ain't supposed to leave at six o'clock." I'm like, "So why you outside then?" That's why I'm mad. His business man let me do me, man. I'm young. I'm trying to get this money, man. Why don't you tell him that? Why don't you be like, "Look, man, I'm trying to get this money, man. Leave me alone." Cause I'm scared he gonna tell on me. I just started the job. Oh, so true, why true. why you leave 15 minutes early? Every why you leave it early anyway? The supervisor told me I could. I'm doing such a good job. You know what I'm saying? You can clock out 15 minutes early. Just go okay. ahead and go. Okay. Right. Okay. Not mad at that. Well, tell, tell the old head that. Let him know that you know you get to leave early because of good behavior. Hello, who's this? What's up? It's your boy Nook from Roxbury. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm just glad that no Easter didn't come down to my way. I'm sick of shoveling, man. <laughs> you and me both, man. That snow is disgusting. For real, man. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go to work in this. I gotta shovel two cars. It's amazing. And the sidewalk and the driveway. <laughs> it's amazing to me that people uh, haven't figured out that that is harp and it's a weather machine that they're controlling the weather because no, you don't notice goodness. that it'll snow and then the very yeah. next day the sun will be out super bright, melting the snow. Exactly. You know what's even funny? On my Facebook post, you know how you could go back from memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went back on my memories in the exact same day. We had the same Nor'easter. See? I was like, hmm, see, they, see? They, yeah. they ain't even trying to be uh, surprising no more with, with the turning of the weather machine. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Man, this is G from the Break City. G, what's oh, up, God. man? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm calling because I'm mad because, you know, I remember there was a time when Charlamagne was loyal, and he would say nothing negative about Wendy Williams for the fact that she put him on. But ever since he's been getting a little money and he's successful, every chance he gets, it's like he's giving a low blow to damn near ready to snatch the wig right off her head. What, I mean, what, I don't what low blow, sir? Give me an example. The other day you said she was on drugs. That's not that's that's not verified that she was on drugs. I didn't that's say she was. Clear. I didn't. I didn't say she was on drugs. I said that it looks like she's on drugs. You shouldn't even comment about it because if it wasn't for her, you would be down south flipping burgers and working on a cotton field. How you know <laughs> she's not God? You, I think God. I think God had a plan for me, sir. Regardless, <laughs> but you're you're entitled to your opinion. God's plan. I, I don't think he'd be working on a cotton field though. Yes, he was. All right, have a good one, man. Well, you well, you get into your fast food restaurant this morning, and you make sure them burgers are flipped right and them fries are fried hard, okay? Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Keith from Brooklyn. I'm going to tell you why I'm blessed. I'm just happy to be alive this morning. Okay. That's it? Yeah, man. A lot of us have a chance to wake up. All right. All right, happy. well, happy Friday. We're yeah. glad you're here and blessed. That's many words. Hello, who's this? 
Hey, this D. How you doing? Good morning. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to get off my chest about the not the violence in this country with law enforcement, man. You got these people that are shooting up schools and airports, and they want to arrest them, but you commit a small crime, still a Snickers or a brick of car window, they want to shoot you dead 20 times. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Why is that? I, t- I was, I was, I was saying, I was saying that yesterday, man. These kids can, these white kids can shoot up a school and get arrested with no incident, but you break a car window yeah. in America, you get shot at twenty times if you're black. Yeah, you know, keep doing y'all thing, man. Y'all have a good morning. Thank Let's you, brother. Hello, who's this? What's up, MV? What's up, Trav? Oh, from one queen to another. <laughs> oh God, hey. Hi, Trav. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, Charlemagne. What up, sis? What's happening? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I just called to say uh, I'm blessed this morning because you know I was sitting at my desk yesterday and just trying to like find some new music to listen to, mm-hmm. and I stumbled across Snoop Dogg gospel album. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. you it like it? Really, 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 really good. Really? Okay. Yes. I'm gonna listen to that either. this weekend. Thank you, Chad, are, for are that. You, are you saying that just because it's a gospel album? It's not like anybody ever says gospel is whack. Who you ever heard say that gospel song is whack? No, 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 no. Like, this is actually like. It, I was pleasantly surprised. Like he even has like a John P. Key, Mary J. Like not, not not Mary J. Blige, Mary Mary, and there's like a bunch of different like gospel artists that I enjoy, and it's like a pleasantly surprising album. I'm gonna check it out, man. Salute to Snoop Dogg. I gotta get Snoop Dogg some uh, AACA clothing. I saw him uh, talking about it on his GGN show. I gotta get him some of that. Well, thank you, yeah, Trav, for that yep. musical advice and review for us this morning. Thank you, Trav. But I want y'all to have a great, great, great weekend. Except the Barb's, because Nicki Minaj released some trash the other day. Won't shoot her. Oh my god. Have a great day. Yo, you right, know sir. what, man? You're so petty. <laughs> Should I be going? <laughs> All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about a hip hop artist who's pretty legendary and he's going to be retiring. And then we'll tell you about a new biography that's being announced by another artist. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Happy goddamn Friday. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's find out which rap is about to retire. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Jeezy has said that his next album will be his last album. He went on Twitter and said, as the Cold Summer Tour comes to an end, it was inspiring seeing my day one fans since my first album in class. Thug Motivation 101 come out every night. Now class is coming to an end. It's time for graduation, my last album and final class. Thug Motivation 104, trust your process. I have a top seven favorite rappers of all time. Jeezy is definitely on that top seven. Uh, but I don't believe no rapper when they say they retire. Nah, I don't think he's going to retire. I don't, know, I don't even know why they say things like I'm gonna that. I'm going to do a Jeezy mix this morning, though. I have no problem with a Jeezy mix. I just told you he's one of my top seven favorite rappers of all time. But, but I don't think he's going to retire. He's not retiring. No. Wow. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, or you know when people say that? Maybe it's just his last album. Because... People don't have to put out full. Yeah, they can put out singles. Albums. They can put out Lucy's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think the forecast will always call for snow. Let's call Byron Allen since he just bought the Weather Channel. He can tell us that if if snow's in the forecast. All right, let's talk about that because Byron Allen did buy the Weather Channel for three hundred million dollars. Wow. I'm gonna clues bombs for Byron Allen. Byron been out here balling though. If you know, you know. Like, he's been out here balling, been out here executive producing a bunch of television shows. He's got a huge production company. Like, he's been out here getting money. Yeah, so FYI, that's what they are saying. That, that's dope. Uh, I mean, what but more guess, can you say? But I guess he's not what y'all call hot. He, he's not necessarily hot. Now, Instagram he's says... Hot. 
they are going to fix the worst thing about its algorithm. You know how you hate on Instagram when you go and look on there and stuff pops up from three days ago and you're like, why is this showing up on my feed first? Like it's recent news. People were very upset about it. But yesterday they did announce they're putting new changes to the algorithm. So it's going to prioritize newer posts in your feed. So the number of old posts that appear when you open up the app won't show up anymore. That really does bother me. Is there any such thing as an old post on Instagram? I mean, I know there's an old post uh, you know, based on when you post it. But mm-hmm. what if you've never seen it before? Because I know I be seeing stuff that I haven't seen but I've yeah, been out for months. Sometimes you'd rather see something that's more recent. Like, you see something from three days ago. I'd rather I like, see I like it, actually. Because, like I said, I miss a lot of stuff and then it'd be like, this was 22 hours ago. I'm like, oh. I just like good content. You could go back and look on that I ain't got time page, to go back and look. I'd rather see what's more recent. That's all. So I'm glad that they're doing that because it kind of feels like the feed should show what's the most recent thing. All right, Kendrick Lamar is going to be having a book out, a biography. It's called The Butterfly Effect. How, the Butterfly Effect. How Great Kendrick movie. Lamar ignited the soul of Black America, and it's written by Pitchfork contributor Marcus J. Moore. Now he posted some big news. I've been eager to share. I've signed with Touchstone Books to write the cultural biography of Kendrick Lamar. So it's going to detail his rise to rap superstardom. Drop on the clues bombs for Touchstone. Damn it. That's the book label that pays me. Now I'm hoping that uh, Kendrick is going to actually participate in this biography because he doesn't have to. Usually people write a book, so hopefully he's involved okay. in it as well. That always makes it better. I want to read that because I, Pimp a Butterfly is an album that um, I liked when it came out, but I really, really, really fell in love with it last year. And um, I always say that that album is what sparked the new black consciousness in music. That's what me, me personally, that's what I believe. All right, now Amber Rose is going to be on Big Boy's Neighborhood this morning. Big Boy? Yes. Dropping the clues bombs for Big Boy, damn it. My guy. And you know, she's besties with Black China, so she has to defend her best friend, right? And it is Freaky Freaky Friday, so check out what she had to say about Black China and that sex tape that came out. If you think Black China don't know how to suck a d- you got her all the way f- up. I haven't Would had you give shit. oral? You know, sometimes it's a cute little, you know, Jesus nothing, Christ. nothing OD, and sometimes you OD on it, right? Mm-hmm. You think that she really is incapable of going ham on a D? Whoa, okay. Amber, Amber talking like her and Black China done tag team some somebody's meet together before. <laughs> they did it together. You gotta defend your friend, e- either man. that or they've been in the room with each other while they was both getting it in. And you can't speak on somebody's fellatio wow. game with that much confidence unless you've seen her in action. So if Amber mm-hmm. says Black China can suck him earnest, I believe her. All right, I'm Angela That's a Gee, friend. and that is your rumor report. Listen, friends don't let friends give whack fellatio. Okay? That's a friend. Bro. Ladies, don't waste my time of yours with whack fellatio, please. We all got better things to do with our time. That right? is a Not friend. Not that it matters to you. What? Of a woman giving wife fellatio? Yeah. I got a wife, you know. I know. That's the only person that matters. Yeah, she ain't no days off. That's the only person that matters. Ain't, it, ain't no days off. None. All right? I can't take no days off. Nope. All right? I got to be down there with my jaw hurting, getting squirted on in the chest. All right? So, hey. Those are the great things in yeah, life. Hey, man. I love it. All right. All right. All right. All right. We all, all right. haven't had breakfast yet. Now, when we come back, Takashi 69 will be joining us. Oh, God. Charlamagne. What? Explain to the people who Takashi Six Nine is. I really don't know who Takashi Six Nine is. Okay. <laughs> He's a rapper from Brooklyn. You've probably seen him. He has rainbow hair. He's uh, always beefing online, and we're gonna talk to him next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Takashi Six Nine. Young Takashi Six Nine. What's happening, my brother? How you feeling this morning? Feeling real good. I'm tired. Of, you know, taking care of some business, but you know what I'm saying. I'm here. I made it. How do we get the name Takashi Six Nine? Let's start from there. I don't want to start there. I want to. I want to start. I want to start somewhere else. You want to jump right into yeah, it? I want to jump right into this. 
Well, there's been a lot of issues, like we said, and you said the hip-hop police have been bothering you. We've been seeing a lot of things with you online. Why are you causing all these problems for yourself, sir? I don't cause no problem, man. You know what I'm saying? I address them. That's me. I'm the hottest artist in the city. Nah, you're not hotter than Cardi B. Nah, Cardi B, Cardi B doing her, you know what I'm saying? She, Cardi B is, Cardi right B is different. Shout out Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Cardi B, um, um, what she got? The Bodak Yellow song? Yeah, number Bodak one record Yellow. in the country. Know what, what three top tens? Body of three top tens, yeah. Next Body week. Nah, yeah, that's yeah, I'm, the ho- I'm the hottest artist in the city. No, you're not. I- I'm definitely the hottest artist in the city. No. And I got, All right, I got but let's talk about the credentials and why you say that. Every song I put out is, is, makes Billboard Top 100. I don't get no cosigns. I don't got no G-Eazy cosign. I don't got no offset cosign. You know what I'm saying? Where, like, I, I'm, I'm self-made. I started it. You know, Cardi what I'm didn't have that in the beginning though. She had her two mixtapes out, and then Bodak Yellow was a song by herself. That's Very why. Cool. That's why it was such a big deal when she Bodak. was number one. And she was the What'd first. What you say? She had two what? Two mixtapes. My f- my first project was top five Billboard debut. She debuted on Billboard with her mixtape. Her second mixtape. Yeah, her, yeah. her second. My first one. I, like I said, shout out Cardi B. I'm the hottest artist in the city. You're supposed to feel that way though. You definitely you're supposed, supposed to. Feel supposed that way. I know. I, I know. I know. I am. That's and nobody gonna take that from me. That's why I'm. I feel like I'm most hated. You know what I'm saying? Everyone wants to come for me. How many people came for me? How a many lot. people? A lot. Why? Because I'm the hottest artist. And nobody but ever going to take You don't think telling people to suck your dick online got anything to do with it, too? Nah, I tell you, suck my dick every day. <laughs> you, know, though, you, know, you know, my father used to always say, if you tell somebody to suck your dick, man, you got to be ready to either kill or die. I, and I'm ready to die, and I'm ready to kill. Jesus Christ, that's not what we want, Takashi. Listen to me, young, listen to me. My thing is, right, look, if I could walk around saying I'm the king of New York, don't you think somebody would have done something by now? Give it some time. Give it some time? Yeah. How much time? I don't know, but I don't think that you should... Because that is a lifetime. I don't think you should be bringing that kind of energy on yourself. But listen, I'm gangster. I know I'm gangster. I know... I, I tell everybody all the time, test my gangster, right? Oh, God. My my message is to be yourself. Listen, I'm a kid with rainbow hair, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a kid with, with rainbow teeth. How am I shaking up the industry like I am, man? It's just not supposed to happen. You really get to know me, have a conversation with me. I'm a very humble, genuine dude. It, you seems, know like, it seems like you don't want people to like you. Nah, why you say that? Because it seems like certain situations get blown out of proportion and it, you take it from one to Let's bring a situation up. All right, like, let's talk about Houston, okay. South by Southwest. Okay. You so, and uh, Jay Prince. Jay yeah, Prince. Jay Prince Jr. is just Jr. Uh, Jay Prince Jr.'s birthday party. He's just saying, look, I don't even know you. I don't have no issue. I just know things that I heard, but you do have to check in and at least, like, show some respect. That's not a bad thing. Well, what happened in that situation with Jay Prince? I don't know the homie. I remember we, we was in a sneaker store and the dude comes up to me the, the the dude with the sneakers and it's just like, yo, like, um, do you know who's Jay Prince? And I'm like, I heard the name, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He was like, yeah, well, he's coming up. So at this time, it's just me and my, and, you know, my, my my friends, we in the, we in the sneaker store. So I see this dude walk in. When he walk in, I address it, you know what I'm saying? Because he come in with a mob of people. His son, the Jay Prince Jr., not the, not, not the father. Yeah, yeah, the not son. the father, the okay. son, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I, I address him, I get up, I say, yo, it's poppin'. So the dude's like, yo, what's up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he 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 took my energy coming off like, yo, this kid, like, he just came up to me. He don't come with his head down, bound down. Like, you a regular dude. You breathe like I breathe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it was popping. But the energy wasn't, the energy wasn't on some like, oh. It wasn't like, what's popping? It wasn't like, like, what's good? Like, it, it was just like, it was like, what's good? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I didn't feel no static between us I didn't feel no didn't feel type beef, of yeah right. it wasn't nothing mm-hmm. he didn't address nothing We, I, I, God strike me dead make me swallow my tongue while I'm talking to you on my daughter on my daughter he was in the room for like what 30 minutes son didn't buy, son didn't buy no sneakers didn't get nothing he was just there any problem he had mm-hmm. he could have addressed 
they was a mall, blood, and it mm -hmm. was strapped in the sneaker store. I'm just there, you know, being myself. Like I always am. And then you went no to his situation. birthday party. Now that was Saturday, right? Right. The, the next Sunday he had his birthday party with Youngster. So he text he text us like my man Shadi and he's like, Yo, come to the come to my birthday party, uh uh, twelve fifteen, no later. I guess when we get to the door, he said twelve fifteen, no later. You know what I'm saying? I, but we texted him like, yo, we ain't making it at twelve fifteen. So I guess it was a situation where he was like, nah, like there's a situation we gotta address in private before we make it public. Oh, so you wanted to have a conversation with you before you was in the club and take pictures? Blood, we could have had the conversation in the sneak store. We could have had the conversation some... You think he what? felt like you disrespected him in the sneak store? I don't know. What he... What, what he yo, blood, like, I'm a... Uh, I'm human, blood. Like, yeah, if I came up to you, right, and I say, yo, what's good? And you tell me what's good. In front of all these people, blood, address the situation you got with me, blood. Don't wait till there's all your people here for you to get the battery in your back to be tough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Straight up. Like... So I guess we showed up to this party sunset, like, yo, like, nah, let, let's address it. Boom. Everyone knows that that happened on Sunday. If you go back and track it on the internet, it was posted Wednesday, three days later. That's clout chasing blood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody into that blood. Like, you a grown-ass man with kids. Why didn't, why didn't you show up to your show in Houston? All right, so boom. Boston, right? I, I, Boston, I showed up. I showed up. Let's think, like, powerhouse, right? Mm-hmm. You book a headliner, which is like what future or something, okay. right, right? Say you book in future, right? Mm -hmm. You book future, but he's your headliner. Correct. At the World Star Show in Austin, I'm the headliner. I'm the main event. Like there's T Grizzly, Rich the Kid, YFN, Rallo, all them. That was the lineup. Mm -hmm. I'm the headliner. You book a show at Powerhouse, right? Future's your headliner, right? Are you gonna make sure your main event is safe? Like, for them to perform and give the crowd what they want? Absolutely. So, me, I'm not dumb. And and let me address this. When I travel out of town, I don't travel with 100 people. I don't travel. You know who I travel with? Two, three people. When I went to L.A. for All-Star Weekend, I'm with two people. I don't walk around. Why? Because I let my like, You're kind of contradicting yourself, though, because you said that if you got if somebody got an issue with you, don't wait until they got 100 people with them to address you. So uh -huh. if you're you walking around proclaiming to be this big gangster, this big tough guy, uh -huh. you got to show up, even if it's just you and two people. Now, listen to this, right? So World Star's like, yo, we, we made sure we got you security because I'm, I'm like, yo, listen, this is me. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's grown-ass men marching the streets looking for a kid with rainbow hair. Like, how stupid could you look? Like, you know what I'm saying? Bottom line, Jay that that runs World Star, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, my I, guy, Jay. Um, Jay's like, yo, listen, you about to go on that one ten? Make can you make it sure one ten? I got security here. Nah, I I make it there. So the show comes. Shotty called me. He said, yo, be safe. I uh, I uh, love you, but take a look on the internet. Everyone's tagging me. So I go on the internet. The Jay Prince dude is on the stage. For Rallo set is on the stage for um YFN set mm -hmm. for Lil Baby set. Rista Kid set, T Grizzly set. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I call Jay back. I'm like, yo, blood, like you you got these dudes that's ready to, you know what I'm saying, play with me and play with my money on the stage. He's like, nah, but I'ma clear them. It just started looking like a setup to me. You know what I'm saying? I said, yo, what's up with the security? Like they allowing that, like to, for them to be how am I supposed to give your your venue, your crowd a good performance? And I'm supposed to be looking over my back while I'm performing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to get world starred on a world star stage. Now, going back to what you said, right? He said I'm contradicting myself. There's a difference between being gangster and being stupid. Now, now listen to this. Nah, 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 nah. Listen to this, right? I let my ting, right? But am I going to go against 100 that want to get me? 
or be the smarter person and be like, stupid, I'm not going to let you get the chance to, to world star me and violate me when I could be the bigger person and be like, you know what? Y'all couldn't guarantee my safety. Y'all know that I showed up. Jay know I, I showed up. Jay's like, yo, there's no security here for you. Like, they don't even want to. I said, what you mean? I guess the security there was from F- Fifth Ward. In Texas. Houston, yeah. And, Jay Prince and they said they were scared of, to even tell him to get off stage. Like, that wasn't professional at all, blood. That was, like, that was so sketchy, blood. 69, you're absolutely right. But uh-huh. you're not, prof- so you're absolutely right in what you're saying, but you're not professional when you online antagonizing these people. They're not just showing up for no reason. They don't They don't just hate you because you hot and you got... Right, listen, I, I, can say whatever, I can say whatever I want online, like, you know what I'm saying? So you got to deal with them consequences. Nah, I do. And, and, and like I said, like, I don't feel like I ain't take no loss. I made it back home. I got paid. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, you still get paid for that? Even if yeah, but I showed up, blood. I showed up. You got your back look, in who, Look, look, I'm back in everything. I show up, you pay me. I waste my time. All right, don't move. We have more with Takashi 69 When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Takashi Six Nine in the building. Yee. So, what about being a crip and then becoming a blood? What's the situation with that? Yeah, I saw pictures with bandanas around. Nah, nah, yeah. So basically, you know what I'm saying? When I was starting making music, and I heard that you um, are cool with Scum Gang from Flatbush. Academics said that you was cool with. No, actually, no. You know what happened? Um, they, they, call, they called Scum, me. Um, I don't want to give no, uh, no, say no, no, no names, they but me. you know, they, they it's some uh, some group that ran with. Um, yeah, they called Flatbush. me one night and they was like, "Yo, I got all this information on Six Nine. I said, "I don't care." Yeah, but care. you work with them. No, I but don't. anyway, listen. So, 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 there's this dude right coming in from from Flatbush, right? I used to run with them, but nobody could say who who I'm crip under. Like who who was our crip under? Like you know what I'm saying? I live on 18 locusts, blood. You know when I say, yo, 6ix9ine this and 6ix9ine that. It's on my dick and on my jack. It's looking for me. You can hit my jack. I don't drop my address. You know where 6ix9ine at? I really drop my address. That's why I said it's really not hard to find me, blood. Like, like you know what I'm saying? I'm always outside. And the hood I live in is Crips and Bloods. So if I'm with Crips and I'm with Bloods, yo, I didn't come home to this year. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if people's like, yo, you running with Crips, I'm running with Crips. If you people say you running with Bloods, I'm running with Bloods, or I'm running with both, I'm running with both. Like, they both my homies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, was I ever... You, you was flagged up with the blue one, though. Was I ever jacking, yo, oh, I'm G-Stone, or I'm GS9, or I'm... You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yo, these my homies, these my homies. I done been in, in your homies' videos. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, I don't know these... Yeah, homie, now you don't know. Now you don't know. Now you don't know so nah, I don't know, know no so scum gang. Was, the bandana was for nothing or was just jet- Yeah, like I had the bandana, you know what I'm saying? But when they post the pictures, like, who am I under? Like, name, Courtney, but who who was I under? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these always jacking, oh, they, oh, he's this, he's that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So pull up on me. Like, I, I haven't met when I one brave soul that came up to me and was like, yo, you fool, you a fake-ass gangster, you a rapist, you a this, that, and the third. Nobody got the balls to come up to me and do that, bro. Like, nobody got, you know what I'm saying? It's all the internet and it's all this and no, all no, that. No, no, by the way, but the, 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 they, they, called, they did call my phone one night, and I said, I don't care. And I actually gave them academic number. I said, I'm too old for this. Call academics. Nah, bro. nah. Academics said you called him personally. Academics is a lying-ass nigga. Answering to your question, right? Is not. Nah, I was never that and turning blood. I was never under nobody. I was never those all my homies. I'm right on Locust, Bushwick, Borderline, Best Style, right on Myrtle Avenue, right there. That's my hood. Sumner, 900, 
all of them wrap them up. All can of them. You them can you go from wearing blue and then switch over to red? I mean, I, I don't think you could do it if you actually a crip member. Like you know what I'm saying? But I was never crip. So you, you know what I'm saying? So, and I was that, never so, crip. So yeah. uh, like you said earlier, you said you like was, your homies. They Man, stop saying that to me. I don't they know them. Blood, I don't you know, know them, them at all. I wouldn't know them if they walked in the studio. You know them. No, so like, I don't. If I was if I was actually down with his homies, nah, I wouldn't be able. But I was never down with nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, let me ask Listen, you. I could walk, look, I could walk around with a lime green flag and be like, oh, I'm patria. I'm, I'm not patria. I could walk around with a um, Latin king flag and I'd be like. But isn't that faking though? Isn't that false flagging? Yeah, but I was never jacking it, blood. Like I was never like, yo, I'm G Stone. Ah, ah. Like I'm. You know what I'm saying? Half of the people that was in these um videos that came from L.A. None of them blood, and it was in the. Um, who's that came at me? Um, game? Nah, the other dude. The, Black 100? The, 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 the dude that was hot mad long ago that came out, um, YG. YG came at you too? Yeah, yeah I think blood. he left a comment under game. Why you say he hot mad long ago? Then he came out with the two didn't boot song, like, man, that was two, two albums ago. YG got some good, we like YG. He's YG got some good albums. But you have to admit that the culture for... Of uh, that right. on the West Coast is different than it is in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, we actually like, saying these talking about yo, he banned from LA, banned from LA. I'm in and out of the West Coast, blood. Like nothing happened to me. Cause I think there is a certain type of respect you I'm have to have. This, People man. who grew I'm up. Saying, nothing happened to me, blood. Like I'm in and out. I'm in and out LA. I'm in and out Texas. I'm in and out Arizona. And I show nothing but love. It's just riding cloud chases that want to bring them on. You know when you the hottest. In the game, you mentioned my name is Cloud. Like this dude, what, what's this dude's name? The Planet of Apes dude. Casanova. Casanova. Oh, Lord have no. The dude, right? Because we see Yo, blood. Li- 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 that was a charity event. Listen, you guys are listen, both from Brooklyn. Listen, I'm so hot, right? What the record that he put out? Set tripping. You know what he did for a marketing scheme? He put my name in the title of the song. I don't know if this still happens. Yo, if you type in 6ix9ine on YouTube, his video pops up. That was the smartest thing he could have ever did for his career. Let's talk about you as a person. You, you know me- what I'm saying? What's your, you Mexican, right? Straight up. Okay. I'm My dad Puerto Rican, though. Your dad Puerto Rican? That's a fact. And you, you was born and raised in Brooklyn? Yeah, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Did, were you influenced by Onyx at all? Nah. I heard their music. And I, I f- with them a lot. But nah. More of a, like, DMX. Mm. Like, Hold on. I don't think he f- with me, though. How you say that? What? I follow him and follow me back. So what? Oh, my God. Talk about DMX. I'm too over this on his train. Trey, I'm too over this so what happened with the game? Bro, I don't know, bro. This man is 40. He got a family. He got kids, right? Got Why he not taking care of his kids? Hey, yo, blood, he, he worried about taking care of his kids. Yo, I, now I'm saying, like, yo, blood, he worried oh, about the wrong things. Like, yo, yo, his career, like, is, is like he trying to spark it, like, you know, like a, a old marriage. He trying to spark it up. Like, it's over, blood. Like, hang it up. Are you are you a registered sex offender? Nah, I'm not. Um, Were but you convicted of something? I knew you, nah, I'm not. You could actually look it up. You got a computer right there. Yeah, I did. I, I, that's, that's why I asked. Because I mean, you, be, you can't believe nothing you see on the internet. That's Wait, why I'm asking we got, you. So we got, somebody sent a letter up here, actually, mm-hmm. about you, right? With yeah. charges against you. And I guess it was something with you were 18 years old. Yeah, I'm 21 now. Mm-hmm. It three years ago, right? You know what I'm saying? I had an underage girl in the video, right? And, you know, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? You know, girls lie about ages. Everyone knows this, right? She was 14. A lot of people get caught up in this, right? Yeah. This is how nasty the media is. This is how nasty f***ing the media tries to paint a picture and, and violate. Now, I'm an 18-year-old kid, right, with my life in front of me. Of course, like, if I didn't rap, and I didn't, none of this would have mattered. But now that I do rap and I'm actually, like, somebody, when these charges come up, it's like, oh, my God, he's a monster. But paint it to where the people don't see, like, yo, the 
kid was the kid is a kid, like you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, and got caught up in some. Sh there was no sexual intercourse between me and and the female at all. It's just I got arrested for being in the situation. Did you plead guilty? You plead guilty, right? I plead guilty like this quick, blood. Why? I was scared, blood. I didn't have no money. I was poor. Like this was mm. three. I wasn't rapping. Like I was. I wasn't. I wasn't mm. on some like hot. Sh mm. It was like, yo, you know, this girl was missing, and 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 she's this age, and she's in foster care, and 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 her family's trying to find her. When I'm hearing this, my heart is sinking to my stomach, and I'm like, my my girl was pregnant at the time, and they was like talking 15 years. It was mash. Blood. I didn't have no money for a f uh, uh, an attorney. I didn't have nothing. I was scared, blood. I was like, I was like, yo, I'm taking the trial. I'm fighting it. They say, yo, if you blow trial, it's 15 years. So no, more, was, blood. Like, she, was I was dancing like, in a, she was dancing on video or something? Yeah, she, it was just like, yo, I don't know if you ever saw a video of me back in the day when I when like I pedigreed this girl. Like, you never seen that? Shit? Like, I did this wrestling move on this girl. Mm -hmm. That was back in the day when I was going. <laughs> yeah. Well, I that's ain't funny. Why'd you race. pedigree a girl? I don't know. I was doing viral shit. I was, I was like, I was literally was playing, mad at you. Serious? Nah, I was play, obviously playing. Like, oh. It went viral. It was on Worldstar. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I felt like um, when I pled guilty, I was just scared. It was just me going through a jail system for the first time, and it was just like, yo, my life changed like this. It so was, does that make you a registered sex offender now because you did plead guilty? Nah, I'm, 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 I was a youth, I got a youth a offender. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you signing a Birdman? Nah, I'm not signing a Birdman. Okay, so you just posted that. that yeah, that's just my, yeah, blah, like, I'll be... I be trolling. I, you see how I get under his skin? You're not like, under I my skin. I can see I'm under his skin. Like, everyone <laughs> yeah. know. I'm under his skin. You're not under my skin. But you see, like, I probably rub off wrong to you, him, and probably a lot of people. But at the end of the day, it's my job to get under people's skin. Like, well, it's, well, listen, you're not um, under my skin, but I just be concerned because you're a young man. You're making money. People like your music. I don't understand why you have to do all of the, the other I antics. I don't do it, but I address situations. Like, name one situation I started. I don't know, but it seemed like nah, you started nah, a lot. Name one situation. The Houston scene. situation. I feel like how you, esca start you escalated. How did I start? You escalated. Because if it went right, No, no. My question right now is name one situation I started. I just want to hear one situation I started. If y'all could give me one. No, I can't think of it. I, I really don't know. Ask but, me some situations yeah, you continued. Everyone. Exactly. Why? You know why? You know why? Exactly. But you know why, right? Because I don't let nobody play with my name. Yo, if I was such a big, bad, pedophile rapist... You think I'd be sitting in this chair right now, blood? I'm saying, imagine if I didn't have all the hate. Imagine if I didn't come out with all the hate. You'd be a way bigger artist. You know you can nah, stop the hate. Nah, I know I can stop it. It's a way to stop it. This is the way I'm doing it. A lot of people can say a lot about me, but a lot of people not putting up the numbers I put up. All right, we got more with Takashi. When we come back, let's get into his joint. It's Gummo. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Takashi's in the building. Yee. Do you yes. think sometimes about your daughter and like what she sees and what she might think also? Yeah, blood. Like you think you she not gonna watch this interview and like when she gets older and she's gonna sit here and watch that camera recording me and then him like saying like, yo, aren't you a sex offender? You know what I'm saying? Like I know like she, this is all gonna fall back to me, you know what I'm saying? Well, she can see that on the internet. Now though. she's gonna see that everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why she need to hear from you what really happened. But she, I'm with her every day, like you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. she's gonna know, she's gonna know, like like I'm her father at the end of the day. I'm with her, like you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm there for her. I make sure I could provide for her. You think I'ma let people stop me from that? That shit makes me produce a hit every time. 
But you hit his loss with the bull. Though. It's not lost. It is. Where's the loss on the charts? No, yeah. no, no, man. I'm telling you, it's lost on the charts, listen, right? Takashi, where's, where's, where's the loss? Takashi, somebody, when you say, when you, hold on, when you say, when you say you, it's lost, when you say it's lost, <laughs> the only way I can find it, I don't know if it's number fifty on the charts, if it's number twenty on the charts. That's what. That's right, where I lose it. The first thing you say when somebody says Takashi ain't that he makes dope records is he's in the beef again. That's the first thing that comes out of person's mouth, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be the. Is independent and he has records on the charts. That should be the first. You know, every song I put out since Gummo is charted. I know. No matter how much I'm hated, nobody's doing what I'm doing. You took your GED mm. test yet? Yeah, I took it and I passed it. And That's I wanted dope. to save it till the video that I'm about to drop is actually called Day Six Nine Graduation Day, and I passed it. So. Mm-hmm. Can you say congratulations? Congratulations, thank sir. you. I'm happy for so, you. Um, that, 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 I did pass it, and what my was, court what date is April 10th. And, the, 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 um, keep you out of jail for real? Or? Yeah. Word. What happened to the boy you choked? They, they allegedly choked in Houston. Now this video, there, there's what a video. Yeah, not a kid just trying to make a name for himself. Like he's like 12 like, this though. Is the time, yeah. So he came up to me with a phone, saying, calling me all type of names. I grabbed him by his jacket, never touched his skin, never like his jacket was probably the thing that choked him. But, you know what I'm saying? I guess he tried to do something, and it was just like... But that's what you got to be worried about. Everybody trying that. But aren't you nah. doing the same thing, though? Yeah, but I don't put my hands on people. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, my message is, right, there's these people... I want to make an example. The reason for the rainbow hair, the reason for the rainbow team. I'm the kid that literally was not supposed to. Like, I'm literally showing the industry that all that fake gangsters cut it out, bro. Look how stupid I look right now. I got a big-ass 6 on my face, right? With rainbow hair, and I'm literally sitting here talking to you and talking about all these people want to be for me and all these people calling me out. How stupid do they look? Like I'm, I'm literally the one getting under their skin and and making them act out of character. Because gangsters, why, you know why though? Yeah, right? but look, gangsters not supposed to even move. Gangsters don't even say what they're gonna do. They do it. There's gangsters all over the world, blood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and I'm not saying that we tougher than them or they tougher than us. We gonna hold our own, like you know what I'm saying? Ain't not I never took nothing away from LA. You can't pull up one video right now saying that I took something away from LA. But, but, I never did but it. But what you're doing could get you killed, and I think that's part of what everybody's saying is because well, they're trying to quote unquote check you. So anybody can other get touched. Kids don't Takashi. follow in that same footsteps. I mean, famous last words are "I can't be touched." I mean, well, this is this is what I'm gonna say to you, Charlemagne. Till that day, I'm gonna laugh. Because I know when that day comes, everyone's gonna laugh. So right but now, but you can prevent that day. Is what we trying to tell you? Then that's what I've been doing, blood. Like, what you mean? Like, I've been preventing. You can't it, tell like, somebody suck your d- and then say, don't show it. up, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, you showed up. Like, you just don't I showed up. Your d- I showed up. Why you keep saying I didn't show up? Oh, we don't know if you showed up. You said you did, but we didn't see it. You want to call Jay right now? Yeah. All right. Let me ask well, you why this. not come on? Well, no, okay. Are there, are there any, um, I'm too old, over this shit, man. Are there any older artists that you, you look to as mentors that have been helping you out at all? I don't look up to nobody. <laughs> I swear. I, I mean, I, I, come on, growing up, though. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, no, no. You just, your question was like, is there any mentor that you look up to that, what? Yeah, uh, right now, maybe yeah. these older artists. Anybody has embraced you, reached out to you, somebody That's that you're thing. like. Yo, we in New York, right? Did I, name one co-signer I got. Name one. One. I haven't heard one. Yo, this is crazy, right? The numbers that I've put up is without no cosign. Like, this is why I'm saying, like, yo, hopefully I make a song with Cardi B. Like, I love Cardi B. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of Cardi B. But understand that I'm really, like, no one can sit here and tell me that I'm not self-made. Like, like I made everything that I got for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything that I've done for my career is straight off the strength of me and my team. Yeah, you know, you know, so you know. So why f- it up by acting nah, I'm not so f- it up, blood. Like I don't act, blood. Like you go, like yo. Remember the interview I did with um, I forgot who it was. 
I invite you to test my gangster. But the problem, Straight up. The problem with that, it's not going to be you. Somebody going to come. Somebody going to come. Till that day. Till that day. It's going to be one of your peoples that ha that's holding you down. That's the sad you, part. And going to let something off. And now his whole life is. You ain't gonna be the one shooting. Over. You ain't gonna be the one fighting. Over. I'm not the it's one supposed. To, I'm not the one supposed to be shooting, blood. That is gang culture. That is gang culture. But, but it don't have to be there. It don't have to be that way. But, but listen, listen, listen. This is my thing, right? Like you're not gang banging. You're a rapper. But, but listen to me. You're a businessman. Listen to me. Nobody wants this problem. Like I'm telling you right now, y'all interview so many rappers. If I say I'm the king of New York for the 500th time. And someone didn't like it, that something could have easily happened. You're not the king of New York that you can sell out the garden. Or, I'm the king or the of New York. Or I'm the king of New like York. I strive for it. There's nothing you could tell me. I, listen, I hope you have a long career, but let's I see am. if you're around next year. Call the pastor in here to pray for the young man. They, they, I can't they, talk to they, this they, young they, man. Now, what about, don't you just want to be able to say, you know what, I want to take on. my it's daughter you believe in God, to Trey. Great Adventure. I want to take my daughter <laughs> to Coney Island and not have to look behind my back and make sure that you're good? Yo, you know... Every time I'm in the city, I don't look behind my back. This is really my city. Like, no one ever tried me. Yo, you can't find one video of someone testing me in my own city because this is really my city. No one will dare put a hand on me. Like, you know what I'm Lord saying? Lord have mercy. Famous last words. Pastor, please pray Yo, for the bro. brother Takashi. Like, they yeah, put, Pastor Brian. They put their hands on No, we're going to pray. I'm going to say a prayer for you. Pray for him. I'm going to show you how much I want to see you. What's your name? Houston, too. Brian. How you doing, Pastor Brian? Houston? Brian. This is a young brother Pastor who don't Brian. know no better Pastor yet. Pastor Brian, look. This, he think I, he can't Pastor be Brian, now listen. I never got touched, right? There's a video of him getting touched. Yes, it is. It was another video, too. It was two videos of, of another incident where I beat the shit out of a guy. Too. Nah. I've never, that. Seen that one. I never seen that one. I've never seen that one. Because I don't care about the black guy. He needs forgiveness, too, Pastor. He needs forgiveness, too. Don't worry about that, though. Right, yeah. Pastor, please pray for this young man. Because I'm, I'm I feel like if you don't pray for him. Pray for him first. I feel, I, I, no. I'll let you pray for me because I actually believe in God. No, we'll all pray together. Stop. Everybody pray together. See, you running from God. See? You don't get this prayer. You're going to be dead in a year if you don't get this prayer, man. You know what? You know what's crazy? When I went to school, when before the prayer starts, when I went to school, right? He reminds me a lot of my teachers. When I went to school, um, I stopped going to school in middle school in IS-71. I did go to high school for, like, only orientation, but then my dad passed away that summer, so I just stopped going to school. But there was teachers that would always tell me, yo, what, like, I was a special ed, like, straight up, for my behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always been a... Me a, too. A, 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 like, uh, yeah, but that was my long ago. Five, five, look, five to ten. They was like, yo, where do you see yourself in five or ten years, right? And I said, I don't know. Cause you know what I'm saying? I really didn't know. I was just a Mexican kid with Payless shoes. Like, straight up, like, one therapist told me, yo, you're going to be cleaning my car. Like, a therapist told me that. Wow. And um, the teachers would be like, yo, with the mouth you That's have. Racist. Yeah, they said, with the mouth you have, you'll be dead in jail. And that just stuck with me. And you see, he said, like, yo, like, with the mouth you have, you'll be dead next year. In five, ten years, I have... Five platinum records, right? That's coming. Five Billboard hits, right? And no one will ever take that away from me. I pray so. Three hundred thousand dollars around my neck. My beautiful daughter, able to give back to my community. The kids, the kid that I was back in the day, I didn't have a person coming to school and giving five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand. I'll make sure I do that in my community, and that's why I'm the king of my city. But let's start this prayer. Let's so say right. a prayer, my brother. Let's say it. Uh, Pastor right. Brian Houston. Yeah, you want me to pray right now? Yes, hold his right. hand too, please. Yeah. So hey, I'm gonna hold your hand. I'm gonna hold your hand. I'm gonna tell you. A lot of people are gonna They're gonna meme yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna meme yeah. this, okay? Hold this uh, is gonna be a meme. Father, I'm just so grateful for the chance right now to pray for Takashi69. Thank you for what's on his life. Thank you, Lord, for the gift and the talent you've given him. Thank you, Father, that he has a life that can make a huge difference for a lot of people. Lord, I pray you'll keep him well, you'll keep him strong, you'll keep him healthy. 
helping him make wise and the good decisions so that he can fulfill all of that potential that you've given him. Lord, I just ask right now for those who he loves, his little girl, father, people in his world, that you will also bless them. We pray for Charlemagne. We thank you for him and thank you, Father, for all you're doing in and through his life as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There you have it. It's the Kashi, Kashi, Kashi 69, man. Six We're wishing you the best. You know, Here's to you living up to your full potential. I'll probably retire this year. I ain't going to lie. Because I literally came in the game this year and I want to make a statement. Don't try to cop out. Remember, I, I put a challenge oh, on oh, you. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. be around so, next so year. I'm going to be around next year. I'm be, I'll, I'll, I'll be out to 2020. When when Bobby Schmurter come back, I'll just give it. I'll give everything. So I'll be like, yo, take it back. You know what I'm saying? Treyway shit, man. And listen, right. when you and when you get touched, just make sure to hit me up. And when be you like, get touched, I swear to God. When you get touched, I swear don't to you. Don't Why you swear to God in front of the pastor? Oh, okay. I'm not What's up with you, man? <laughs> nah, I didn't say swear to God. Yes, you did. I said it. Yeah, yes. you said it. Yeah. Damn. Said it. I swear. There you go. Don't do to Charlemagne okay. that I would. Make sure you're the first person I call and I'll Please. be like, yo, I'll let you handle it. And I'm going to say it happens. Now you're going to change your ways a but little bit. But trust me, it's never going to happen. Oh, and everyone God. in this room guarantee it's never going to happen. You ever seen Lean On Me? Nah, I didn't see it. That's mad long ago, man. Like, <laughs> chill, I don't know why he asked you that. And Lean On Me, Joe Clark said, Joe Clark said, if you don't change your ways, you'll be dead in a year, son. All right, well, I'm here to stay. Like, you see me in 2069, man. Like, I'm here, man. I'm here to stay. All right, well, it's the Kashi 6-9. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Hey, listen, man, I'm too old for a lot of the nonsense that happens uh, in the world today, okay? So, everybody say a prayer for Takashi 69. We did. Uh, hope for the best for him. But I um, think he'd be dead in a year. No, nah, I wouldn't that. say that. Don't I don't think so. Like and he's a genuinely nice guy. He is a nice guy. If you meet him, he's actually a genuinely nice guy. He's got good energy. You know what I'm saying? So, but all of that trolling, why, why get hurt over trolling? Yeah, don't let's not put death in the atmosphere. You know, I ain't putting death in the atmosphere. I'm just telling you what what mm-hmm. could happen. I think it's this generation with social media. They think it's cool. There's no repercussions. Nobody is being held accountable for their actions. That's but right. Let me tell you something. The things that happen online will affect your life on, offline. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk R&B singer Kevin McCall. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kevin McCall was posting on Instagram. He wants people to know that he's not crazy and he doesn't want to do anything that might reflect that. He said he's one of the nicest people on earth. But when you get to messing with people's children, it's boundaries. Now he goes on uh, to say that he is a ticking time bomb. Listen to what he said. Eva Marcel Pitcher, I'm sorry I dumped you. I'm sorry I left you and I kept the four-bedroom apartment. And when I got evicted, you got sued as well. I'm sorry you were mean to my daughter Genesis and I left you. But don't lie on me, please. He also said, I keep trying to warn y'all about my mental stability as it pertains to my children being legally kidnapped. They are keeping my children from me and I can't do anything in court without paying at least 2000 bucks to various groups that provide assistance. After a while, somebody going to just get hurt because my babies are hurting without me and vice versa. Here's more of what he had to say about being in fear. About everything I said yesterday and I just want to say, man, I meant all that shit. not playing. You know what I'm saying? I got people every day when I'm walking around the street, people think I'm a woman beater. I'm in fear of my life. So 
So he said he's in fear of his life right now, and he's uh, telling Eva Marcel, please come clean for the world. I'm begging you to tell the truth. We can do this court-ish too, but why waste any more time and money than you already have? Queen, knock this-ish off. I'm done with this game. My baby damn near five years old. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, kids need both parents. Unless, of course, one of the parents is unstable. But other than that, kids need both parents. Right, he says that the media has been manipulating against him. I don't know what the real story is. No, but I don't think anybody knows. And Kevin McCall usually texts me around this time to to ask me something. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope they work it out, though, for the kid. Listen, the kid has to be top priority. Your daughter has to be the number one priority. Forget how y'all feel about each other. You got to do what's best. All right, French Montana. Uh, This is some good news. He talked about his journey after going to Uganda in March of 2017. He said after some personal setbacks, he lost the motivation to make music, and he was looking for something to fill that void, and he found it while shooting the video for Unforgettable with Sway Lee. Here's what he had to say. When I went to Uganda, I was looking for some motivations, and I just saw how happy the people is in Uganda with you know, probably not even a quarter of what we have here. It just made me realize that happiness is within. You'll never be rich unless you're rich in heart. I went to this hospital, Sobe Hospital. You know, they had two rooms in there for um, 300,000 people. God was just giving me signs that I, that I have to do something to help these people. Um, we got with Mama Hope and Global Citizen, and now they they building and they about to have like a full hospital. And I just feel proud that, you know, I, I saved myself and saved a lot of people. That's dope. Drop with the clues bomb for French Montana, damn it. Shout out to Fresh. Really, really awesome. So. He raised over $500,000 to benefit the health center, and he broke ground on his hospital as well. No, French has come a long way, man. I remember, yes. I remember when French just used to be a dirty Bronx Negro in Dame Grease studio out there in Yonkers, Wyo area. That's when I used to carry a gun on me back in those days. When I was right. stupid. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, donkey of the day is going to a young lady named Brianna Lofton. You know, we're talking about kids not being held accountable for their actions. We're talking about, you know, the things kids do online not affecting them in real life offline, and that's why they keep doing them. Well, Brianna got some consequences to her actions, and we'll talk about them for after the hour. All right. That's uh, next. Keep it locked. Just also, let them know Roxanne Shantae going to be here next that's hour. Right. Roxanne Shantae should be joining this us. Goddamn show. We'll kick it with Roxanne Shantae next as well. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ah. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey that. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Friday, March 23rd, goes to a 20-year-old woman from Raleigh, North Carolina, named Brianna Ashanti Lofton. Now, Brianna is one of these people who still doesn't realize that the internet is the real world. Why do y'all keep acting like what you do online doesn't affect your life online? I, I, it's just beyond me why y'all don't understand that. See, see, what I'm realizing about these kids is they don't realize what they do on the internet is the cause, okay, and the consequences they experience because of what they did online is the effect, all right? Brianna Ashanti Lofton is 20 years old, and she just recently learned that the hard way. See, Brianna is the latest person, but certainly not the last. To snitch on herself via social media. Brianna was doing something she absolutely had no business doing. And you know how when you're on social media and you see somebody doing something super incriminating and you say to yourself, damn, I wish the police would come lock their dumb ass up. 
Well, for those of us who have ever uttered those words ourselves, Brianna made our dreams come true. Let's go to WTBD ABC 11 for the report, please. RPD posting that big thank you to all those Facebook crime solvers out there who helped lead them to that apartment in Northeast Raleigh where mom was allegedly introducing her one-year-old baby to weed smoking. Police say it's 20-year-old Brianna Lofton's hand in this video, appearing to put a lit marijuana blunt into her one-year-old baby's mouth in Northeast Raleigh. The video going viral when a man in Rochester, New York, shared it on his page, urging police to get involved. Just hours later, Lofton was arrested by Raleigh police, booked on two counts of felony child abuse, forcing her baby to smoke pot. The baby, by the way, is now in the custody of Child Protective Services. Now, I bet any amount of money 20-year-old Brianna is telling her friends that somebody in Rochester snitched on her. Never mind the fact she let her one-year-old child smoke weed on video. Don't even worry about that part. That's perfectly normal. The problem isn't that she let her one-year-old child smoke weed. The problem is that somebody shared the video. Mm-mm. I guarantee you she is telling her people that she got snitched on because these kids nowadays don't believe in consequences and repercussions for their actions. What are those? Nobody is held accountable for their actions in this era, and I am all for cyber crime stopping, by the way. Social media snitching. Drop one of the clues bombs for that. All right. If you see something, share something with your local authorities. All right. Send it right to their Facebook page. All right. We are not going to make the world a better place if we dismiss the BS we see in the world just because it's via the Internet. I truly think uh, we see so much nonsense online that it's normalized, you know, but it's not normal. So when I see people like Brianna get locked up for letting that one year old smoke weed, it warms my cold heart. I love it. Only sad part is uh, Brianna is in the Wake County Detention Center. Well, that's not the sad part. That's what she needs to be. The only sad part is the baby has been placed with Wake County Child Protective Services. Another young black child is now in the system because his mama wanted likes, retweets, comments, Mm-mm-mm. and clout. <laughs> please let Remy Ma give Brianna Ashanti Lofton the biggest hee-haw, please. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother. Are you dumb? I keep trying to tell y'all the things you do online gonna get you messed up offline. That's all we was trying to tell Takashi 6 9 all morning. She don't need to have a child. How old is that child again? Oh, what? That child. Try one of clues bombs for me. You hear the white boy? I heard, I heard him. He said balls. White people would not white people will always love him. Yeah. Black people run. Yeah. The kid was one. One year one old. One years old and she got him puffing. Oh. Inhaling she don't need to have marijuana. that child. Take that child away oh forever. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's the sad part. They are going to take the little kid away from him. But they should. In that situation, they should. That wasn't a mistake. And that kid looked like he he knew how to smoke. I'm like, with you. But he did it before. That system ain't going to do nothing for him. But Brianna, I'm with you. Brianna, she. I'm she. She. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. When right. we come back, let's clear everything out. Let's restore some water. Get some zen or whatever we need and to do. Salute to Pastor Brian Houston of Hillsong for coming in here and praying for Takashi 692. Yeah. We had to keep the energy right. Mm. You know, we tried. All right. Now, when we come back, Roxanne Shantae will yes. be joining us. She has a a new uh, documentary movie. on Netflix. It's a, Netflix. Movie. It's a movie, movie on Netflix. based on her life that Mimi Valdez and Pharrell and Forrest Whitaker produced, right? Right. She's from Queens, mm-hmm. New York. I don't She's know Forrest Whitaker, but yeah. One of the somebody. first female rappers out there. We're going to kick it with her when we come back, so don't move. And she's got the young lady who plays her in the movie, Shantae Adams, with her. Okay. It's yeah. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. First, a legend. Yes, royalty, rap royalty. royalty absolutely, from Queens, New York. Roxanne Shantae. Yes. 
Please believe it. Absolutely. And we have a young lady who played Roxanne Shantae in the new uh, flick, Shantae Adams. Yes. No, but I've been so excited. We've been talking about the movie coming out on Netflix, March 23rd, Roxanne, Roxanne, yes. which I think is great that you guys decided to do. And I know Pharrell is one of the producers. So yes, how did that Forrest even Whitaker. come about? Well, actually, um, I met uh, Mimi Valdez and Nina Bon Jovi, and they approached me, and they, we were at an event, and I was hosting an event, and they were like, look, we want to make a movie, you know, and I, and I host quite a few events, you know, I still work every weekend, so I do a lot of hosting, and so, you know, some of the places you go, people will say things, and I was like, wow, you know, this must be some really strong alcohol here, because, like, <laughs> they're talking about, yeah, we're going to make a movie, and I'm right, like, right. yeah, mm. sure, we're going to make a movie, let's do it, so I said, here, take my number, because there was something about that spiritual connection, mm -hmm. when you automatically meet with someone, and you know how it is when you're in the industry, and you meet with people, sometimes you can tell this is going to go through, and then sometimes you can tell when it's not, and that feeling that I got from them from the very first time they said it out their mouth, I knew it was going to happen. And Mimi Valdez brought hidden figures to yes. Pharrell. Yes, And she absolutely. also, I remember her from editor-in-chief of Vibe magazine. So that yes. was your first time meeting Mimi? No, I had actually met Mimi before then. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, because, you know, in the hip-hop, you know, world is very small. A certain level of it is very small. So we meet each other and we cross paths. But when I seen her again and she was discussing the whole fact of the movie with me, the next morning, we actually met, had breakfast, and then it just went on from there. Wow. So, and I mean, when I say that it went on from there, within 18 months, we're here. I was going to say, I always looked, looked up to you when I was growing up. Oh, and I was trying so to think about it when I found out this movie was happening. Has there ever been like a beef between where a woman responds to a man that tries to play her like with Roxanne, Roxanne with the UTFO crew when they first did the Roxanne song? Right. And then you responded. And I'm trying to think in history, has that happened where a woman does like a diss record back to the guy that's talking ish? Well, you know what? I'm not. I can't think of one. I'm sure Remy Ma has done one before. Nah, I mean Queen no. Latifah was talking about some guys we didn't know. But it's a specific did like right. response to a diss record from men. It wasn't really heard of until Roxanne's Revenge, right. where everyone could really just be able to identify with the young girl walking down the street. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in the projects and you're dealing with that on a day-to-day -day basis and being able to just respond like that, everyone put themselves in a position to be Roxanne. Right. Now, Shantae, did you have to do a crash course on all this stuff? Did you ask anybody around you, like your parents? Yes. I'm the youngest of four, and I have two older siblings who are hardcore hip-hop fans. They're from that era. And um, so my oldest brother and older sister, they were the people I called immediately and was like, hey, what you know about Roxanne Shantae? And my sister, she's the oldest, and she's like, I remember being in the mirror and, like, hearing this little girl on the radio for the first time and learning all these words and being like, I'm a rapper mm -hmm. and I'm a girl and then being such a big thing for the 80s. So, yeah, they were like, they were they were my sources that I went to. It's interesting how God works though because we're just in this time of like woman empowerment, especially women of color and that story, your story has always been a woman's empowerment story. Why do you think it happened now? Why do you think the universe lined up like that? Well, you know what? I think what it is is that a lot of times certain messages need to have a certain push behind them. Mm -hmm. And when you throw certain things out into the universe, you're going to find that those things come back just at the perfect time. Because people would say all the time, like, okay, well, you know what? You haven't made a record in 30 years. No secret. You you still tour, but you still, you know, you do uh, venues and your hostings and everything like that. What would make a Roxanne Shantae movie come out now? 
Mm. And the thing about it is, it's because it's the woman's time now. Right. And though it has always been the woman's time, it's time to come into the forefront, time to show the strength, time to show what we're made of, also to have that story told. And now you have women of strength in order to be the voice for some women who feel they can't speak up. So this movie will serve that purpose where they can sit back and say, okay, you know what? I was that little girl in the group home. I was that little girl who went through that. I was that little girl who had daddy issues or I was that woman who went through depression and went through a heartache or a heartbreak. So it's a time for us to be able to see that story being told, not just told to each other, because we always tell each other the story. Right. You know, as women, we sit here, girl, let me tell you what happened to me today. Well, sister, let me have one of these sister talks with you. But now it was just time to let the world know. And so I think this is why the timing came about. What made you give up hip hop? Because you, you, you were short lived <laughs> with recording. What made you say, you know what, this is not for me? It was not financially beneficial for me. At the time. At the time. Right. It is good now. So it's let good me now, right? yeah, let, me take, let me take that back. Before the universe starts changing the checks, let me, let me make sure I take that one back. Right. But no, one of the things about it is that at that time, it was not financially beneficial for me. And I had a lot of responsibility. I, you know, not only was I already a parent, already had my son, but I was responsible for my sisters. Mm -hmm. So being responsible for family members, you know, I needed things that were financially lucrative for me. And at that time, it wasn't. I was a battle rapper. Um, I had no intentions of making records. It just so happens that Molly Maul, who happened to be one of the greatest hip-hop producers, lived across the street right above the laundromat. And I was going to do laundry. And he was like, listen, come and do a freestyle for me. And that's how this came about. There was no demo. Mm. There was no looking around for record companies. You know, everything literally came to me the same way how the movie came. Mm -hmm. So it's just about the things that go take place in the universe. You know, being in the, in the music career, that you would never appreciate it like you should have been. Like, some of, like you know, you look at hip-hop and... That's how, they don't mention you that much as they should. I mean, for me, I go back to Salt and Pepper. Like when I think female rappers, right, and that's a problem. I mean, I, of course, I'm, way, I'm very familiar. Right. But I'm saying when people talk about female rap, it don't seem to go back no farther than Salt and Pepper. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, do I? No. Why not? And the reason why is because you know Roxanne Shante has never looked or searched for the accolades from others. You know, I've been very confident with that. I've always walked with a certain confidence. So I didn't need anyone to validate me. I validate myself every morning. Mm. So I didn't need validation from anyone. So I didn't need anyone to say, okay, well, you know what, Roxy and Shantae started this. If you know that you've started something, then there's no need for anyone to tell you what you've started. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people need that validation. But I was blessed to already have that within myself, so I didn't need that. So when people say, oh, you know, they're doing this hip-hop show, and I'm like, okay, that's great. And I've never been angry. Mm. See, and that's where the, the blessings come in because I've never been an angry person. So I don't see others who have, you know, achieved certain things and say, okay, well, you know what, that should have been mine. That should have been mine. That should have been mine. Because that is really a, a horrible stigma that they have right. on old school artists that they feel like we're all angry or right. we're all hungry or we're all angry or mad. And we're not. So when you have ones like me, that's when opportunities like a movie comes along out of nowhere. A Netflix deal comes along out of nowhere. People say, well, how did that happen? And you say, well, you know, how could it not? Because I've always been able to wait my turn and understand that when it's time for Roxanne Shante, it's time for Roxanne Shante. And when it's time for others, it is time for me to be supportive and be supportive of others. And so that's what I do. And that's how I live life. Now, let me you want ask history you this, to be accurate, though. Right? We want history to be accurate, absolutely. And that's the reason why we must tell our own stories. But we don't get the opportunity to do so. So, and you know, if you feel that sometimes hip-hop, they'll say, well, females in hip-hop started with salt and pepper. And honestly, the plateau that they took hip-hop to, you must understand, I took, okay, before me, there was Shy Rock. So let's say Shy Rock had it in the park. Right. Then I took it from the park and I put it on wax. Right. Then I took it from, um, then 
with me putting it on wax, salt and pepper took it to the stadiums. Mm-hmm. And then from the stadiums, mm-hmm. you know, Nikki took it to a certain level. Arenas. Arenas. And then from arenas, let's just say uh, Remy took it to merchandising and branding. And then, you know, Cardi took it to, you know, pop charts and this one. So everyone comes in and makes their contribution. And you need to understand where you are your contributor, where you contribute the most. So if mine was the beginning, if it was my job to hold the door open, somebody else's job to walk in, somebody else's job to sit at the desk, and the other person's job to make the deal, then so be it. That's real. It's when you come out of that, right? you know, that's when the problem starts. But everybody gets celebrated. We want to make sure you do as well. Thank you know, Cardi you so does, Thank you know, Nikki, Foxy. Thank well, she got a movie. But yeah, she does have a movie. About time. All right, we got more with Roxanne Shante when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get her joint on right now. It's Roxanne's Revenge. Roxanne's in the building. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Roxanne's Revenge. Sounds good to hear that on the radio. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Roxanne Shante's in the building. Yee? I definitely, like I said, grew up listening to Roxanne Shante and the whole UTFO crew. So for people who don't know the story, right, how did the disc record come about? Because in my eyes as a child, I thought you really was going at them. I didn't know it was like an orchestrated type of thing where they knew that you explained the full was story coming. there's a yeah, lot of kids so out there that have no that's idea that's why what I'm asking okay. to explain it now so can you talk about how it actually came about and what happened okay so DJ Molly Mall who happened to be one of the greatest producers lived above the laundry so I was going to do my laundry one day he called out the window he was like listen Shiny I heard that you you know a great battle rapper come up here I got this beat I want to hear you spit something on it when I came to his house he was playing the big beat which was boom boom bap boom boom so I said, um, he's like, yeah, you heard that new Roxanne record? And I was like, yeah. He's like, listen, spit something for me real quick. I said, okay. Well, my name is Roxanne. Uh, don't you know? So it was a complete freestyle, seven-minute freestyle, because I was known to be very well at telling stories that made sense. Right. So he was like, okay, we gave her a subject. The subject was Roxanne. She created Roxanne. I left it alone. The next day, in the middle of the night, rather, um, someone had called me because he was on another radio station at the time, and he had played the record on the radio. And they called my house in the middle of the night. Now you know I come from a time when there was only one one phone one in the phone, house, and you can't answer. And that was that by late. and that was like by the kitchen mm-hmm. with that long cord yep. that rang really loud. So you know I'm racing to the phone because it's like I'm hoping nobody's crank calling or anything like that because you know <laughs> me and my moms it was like um, one of those moments at the time. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed the phone. They're like, "Are you on the radio?" I hung up, and I remember that whole entire night sitting there by the phone to make sure because you had to pinch it out to make sure it didn't ring. <laughs> and, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if you kept it pinched in, you know, it's still going to yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. If you held the thing down, it was still going to ring. Right, right, right. So you had to just pinch it out. <laughs> you know, no slide, no lever. So, and I pinched it out and I'm standing there and I was saying to myself like, wow, I wonder what I sound like on the radio. The next day when I walked out of my building, I was Roxanne Shante. Damn. Wow. wow. That fast. He was on BLS then, right? No, he was on WHBI where you had to have the hanger and put the hanger in the window <laughs> and try to tune oh, okay. the radio station. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those radio stations that, um, I guess, one of the late night after midnight type mm-hmm. stations. But you would stay up because this was the love of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Everyone would stay up late mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. and you would have the radio turned down so low so that you could record the show because you couldn't play it loud. That's respectful for homes. It's like back in the days when you couldn't play your radio as loud as you wanted to right. any time of night. Mm-hmm. So everyone would record it and they recorded it that night. And the next day people would play it on their radio. And that's how it spread. Young Shantae, that's the equivalent of trending now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, streaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and streaming. Now, now, you said you didn't get money back then. Was it because people didn't just didn't know the music business? 
you know what? People take full advantage of what you don't know, mm-hmm. especially when you come into the industry. And they, and you know, I went into the industry with with blinders on, literally just not knowing. But it was also a blessing for me. You know, people say, "Well, aren't you angry at the fact that they didn't pay you or they didn't give you the things that you were supposed to get?" Honestly, no, I'm not because. 14 years old, I was making enough money to buy cheap skins for everybody. Everybody <laughs> could shop on Delancey. Everybody mm-hmm. had brand new sneakers. My rent was paid and the kids had food. So I didn't have enough money left over to get high, use drugs, and do those things. So, you know, sometimes some things are a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. And that happened to be one of them. That record sold, though. Yeah, it did. But. So was it hard for you to watch some of the things that you had to relive during this movie? It was, it was very difficult, but it was also very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. It was. Because it allowed me to relive some things that I didn't want to relive, but also allowed me to embrace and enjoy the fact of surviving it. Mm. That's hip-hop. What what was your hip-hop pedigree before this? What what were you into? I mean, I was just a lover of rap music. Big Sean, you went to Cast Tech? Oh, of course. Um, That's, you know, that's like family, even though I I don't really know him like that. But, you know, you come from the same school, the same place, the same neighborhood almost. Mm. You, You feel connected. I was just a lover of rap music, for mm-hmm. real. And that's kind of um, what helped me get the role, was driving back and forth from school. I would listen to rap albums with Nicki, Drake, and I would try to match their voices. Did you rap? Did you rap as... I mean, I don't really call myself a rapper, you know? Did you try? <laughs> Did you have a rap name? Oh, can we hear you? No. Can we hear you spit a Roxanne you Shantae hear. verse? You got to. <laughs> what you want to hear? Roxanne's Revenge, of course. That's it. Well, my name is Roxanne. Hey. Uh, don't you know? I just a cold rock a party and I do this show. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn about the culture doing this? Because that's what I'm very intrigued by. What are, what are, what are the kids going to learn from watching this film? I think they're going to learn their history or their her story about, you know, females in the rap game. I hope that female rappers of my generation who are my age look at this Roxanne Shantae story and know that they aren't alone. That, the, you know, whatever they're going through, they can, they can overcome it. And I think that's what she represents. And... Just for women in general, too, and not just the female rappers. But I'm really excited for my generation to be able to see this movie to, so that they can know about her and know about the music that they love, where their inspiration comes from. But everything we were seeing in the industry now as far as the Me Too and Time's Up movement, I'm sure that was happening then. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at my story, just look at the fact that I'm 14 years old and every man that I would meet, whether they were 8 years old or 80 years old, the whole line was, Roxanne, Roxanne, I want to be your man. And then you're being told that you must smile and you, and then you're in an industry where people are drinking and people are taking drugs. So sometimes their behavior, you know, because the first thing somebody will say to you the next morning is, oh, I was so sorry about that. You know, I was drinking. Uh, so, And then you, you're 14 years old and you have to adjust and mentally learn how to deal with that. And, and see the signs of certain things before they happen. Like, okay, listen, I can tell that this is getting ready to be an issue. I need to get up from this table, but I don't go on till 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So where am I going to go to try to avoid this circumstance? What do you think about in this industry? It seems like women are always being pitted against each other. As far as hip-hop, you see with Little Kim and Foxy, you see people always starting these beefs yeah, with Nikki women Remy. who are artists. Yeah, and it happens all the time. And obviously it happened with you. Yes. Um, with the real Roxanne and Roxanne Shantae. What do you think about that? It makes it seem like there can only be one at a time. Well, I think what it is is the fact that for back in the days, and I, I don't think it still stands today, so today it's really not needed. But back in the days, the reason why they did that is because so that we would not educate each other. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, if you made $10,000 a show and they were stealing from me and I was only getting $2,000 a show, I wouldn't know that unless I got a chance to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So if they keep us separated, I'll never know. 
You'll never, I'll never know what is, what's publishing. I'll never know what's writers. I'll never know who, how to register with ASCAP because, see, your company is doing those things for you. Right. So they need to keep me from having that one lunch with you because all it takes is one lunch. That's mm -hmm. it. One lunch is all you need to be educated. Absolutely. One lunch with the right person. One lunch will do it for you. So if we say, okay, you know what, let's meet up, let's do lunch, all of a sudden everyone will get in a full panic. Can't let them do lunch. Don't, don't let them do If they are going to do lunch, send somebody with them. Mm. And then send somebody with them to make sure that they can't do lunch. Come on, come on, we got to go. Oh, yeah, listen, she don't like you. Oh, listen, she don't yeah. want you. The same way, then that doesn't just take place in the industry. That takes place in life. Yes, and yes. That takes All the place time. in life. So that's not just an industry lesson. That's a life lesson that people will want to make sure that you are no longer attached to those who will educate you. It's like getting in a bad relationship and they don't want you attached to your family any longer, not because they don't understand that that's your blood and that's your relationship, but because your family might see something that you don't want to see Absolutely. and they're going to be the ones to tell you. So that's the same thing that was taking place in the industry. Now today, that's not necessary because as the women that you see in hip hop today, first of all, your contracts are so lucrative. If you're smart, you're still on top of your game with your lawyers. Um, you know, you have no excuse for it to be the way it was with Roxanne Shante. You know, before there was the 360 deal, there was the Roxanne Shante mm -hmm. deal, mm -hmm. which meant I had the 360 before they even thought about giving a name to it. <laughs> right. You know, they was like, look, we can't call it the Roxanne deal. You know, we'll just call it the 360. Mm -hmm. You know, but in all reality, this is where we're going to say that, you know, it came from where your management, your management and your accountant are best friends. Mm. Then your lawyer and your manager went to school together. And then your manager is your manager but owns a record company. You know, there's no need for that now. Right. The internet is mm -hmm. no need for that. Even right. if you go on the internet and just look up anything, you know, we didn't have any of that. So that's the reason why they try to keep the women so separated is the fact that because we educate and empower each other when we're together. Mm. And they just don't want that. Wow. On just some strictly uh, hip-hop just Let's do a it. fan of the culture. Let's do Were you disappointed when Nikki didn't reply back to Remy? As a battle rapper, I'm going to say that, you know, I, I love my sisters. I love all of them. And as with my real sisters, when my hip-hop sisters fight, I don't necessarily dig it, you know, because I want to see them unified. I want to see them get together because mm -hmm. I know how much they can do for the culture together. You know, but as with my real sisters, some sisters win. Some sisters lose. You Correct. know, there's mm -hmm. been times when one of my sisters happened to get on top of the other and he was like, oh, why are you on top? Okay, now we got to break it up. You know what I'm saying? Because mommy's, mommy's getting ready to come, so I got to break it up right now. But uh, when mommy leaves, y'all can go back at it because you got to make sure you get back on her because, you know, and as a battle rapper, you know, I was sitting there like, okay, so now what happens next? Because we know that in the household, we're going to say that Remy is very strong in mm -hmm. the household. Mm -hmm. So she would be like my stronger sister, which would be like me. So, and then we'll have, um, we'll say, okay, well, you know what? When it comes to Nikki, you want to be able to say, okay, look, get your creativity. What's the matter? Go ahead. Get back in there. What are you doing? You know, and that's just as a battle rapper. Right. But as a female rapper and a lover of my sisters, you know, I don't like to see them go at it at all. Mm -hmm. all right. I don't. All right. Well, oh. we look forward to seeing this Netflix. Joint I can't wait. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Roxanne, Roxanne. A lot of pressure on you, Shantae is. Adams. Just a little bit. A lot of pressure. And you got to work with Nia Long on your first feature I in a movie. I did on my first Absolutely. movie. And, and Mahershala Ali. Ali. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You're blessed. I couldn't have asked for a better cast. Right. right. Bigger and better things for you. Well, not better, but big, big, big things for <laughs> there you. There you go. Thank you. Well, Roxanne, Shantae, and Shantae Adams, thank you. Thank and you. And I look forward to seeing it.
Please believe it, baby. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Colin the God. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jacquees. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. So Jacquees got into it with the cops on South Beach. Now, it was spring break, of course, so a lot of people were outside watching. He ended up getting arrested for allegedly driving without a seatbelt. Now, here's what he had to say. Because he did refuse to show his license, the officer told him to get out the car. He did that, but he wouldn't walk with the officer to the sidewalk, and they said he was yelling, do not touch me. No, they manhandled the ish out of him. Yes, they did. So here's what he said. What's up? This is Jacquees, and I'm just here to let all my fans and people who support me know that I am physically and mentally okay. The excessive force used during my arrest for not wearing my seatbelt was ridiculous. However, at this time, I have been advised not to speak on the situation and to allow my legal representatives to look at the situation and, and just handle it however they feel is necessary. Wow, he read that verbatim. Drop on the clues about Jacquees. He did not get, take one eye off that script his, at all. His lawyer wrote that yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. He read that verbatim. The officer wow. even called for backup and yanked his arm pretty hard. If they, you guys saw yeah, the you video, can't, you can't do that. I don't know if he could sue, but that officer should definitely be written up. You can't just well, get people is, around like he that. He is gearing up for a lawsuit now, potential lawsuit. He because should. He said the officer did get rough with him during the traffic stop, and he That's was crazy. Yeah. So the sad part about this situation, I'm sitting here thinking to myself. You know, in light of everything that we see in this country, he's good, it's good that he only got manhandled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I shouldn't be thinking that way. Are you thinking like, yeah, he could have got shot? Yeah, but I shouldn't be thinking that way. He shouldn't even have been manhandled. Not but I'm at at like, all. well, okay, he just got manhandled, fine. Because he was in cuffs. It wasn't like he had to be manhandled. And he there was, was in a cuffs. whole lot of spring breakers watching all of the I activity on South Beach. All right, now let's talk about Bill Cosby. The judge who is overseeing Bill Cosby's sex assault case has ruled that people cannot wear anything or display anything that would be interpreted as siding either with him or against him. So they said persons attending the proceedings are not permitted to wear, possess, or display anything that would demonstrate support for or opposition to either side of the proceedings. So I couldn't wear a Cosby Show dad hat or a different world dad hat? No, you cannot. Mm -mm. Like my man uh, Talento Mix? Mm -mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't wear any of those things. Can I eat Jello in the courtroom? Um, no. No. Really? But you, you can't eat a pudding pop and let it drip down A pudding down pop? Your mouth. Can I eat a pudding pop? <laughs> Shut up, you Jesus. Why? <laughs> All right. Spike Lee is launching his first online filmmaking class. So if you're interested in making movies, you can go online and sign up for his class. He's been, te he's been teaching filmmaking in regular classrooms for nearly 30 years, so now he's opening it up to everybody. Now, he said there are no absolute truths in filmmaking and no one way to be a filmmaker. I've learned in 30 years things that I can give back. I'm teaching this master class because very few people get to sit in my classes at NYU, so this is an opportunity for me to share what I've learned with as many students as possible, no matter where they are in their film career. That's nice, and it's about... Yes, drop on the clues bombs for Spike Lee, man. And if you pre-register the online yeah. class, it's $90 for lifetime access. Oh, oh, I, gotta, I can't wait till therapy at 3 o'clock. I can't wait. Why? Because people are texting me about this 6 9 interview. Somebody just texted me. Would you like me. to talk? I don't know who number this is, and they say, I got DMs trying to prove that this N-word was trying his hardest to be a crip. Look what I text back. What I text back. You said send them through. What I text I back? Care. I don't care. In capital letters, you I am do. old. You do I have a father. Can I finish my rumor report? Can I finish my husband? I don't care you about do six care. nine trying to be a crip. You Can care I finish about my rumor report? I'm sorry. Last thing well I have to say, because this is good news, and I want to end it on a high note. Okay. 
Gucci and Beyonce are bringing clean water to Africa. Dropping the clues bombs for Gucci Mane and Beyonce. It's no, not Gucci, not Gucci Mane. Oh, it's Gucci. Gucci. The, the Gucci clothing who? store. Yes. Clothes? Yes. Oh, all right. Gucci. This guy knows nothing. nothing. So they're doing this nothing. alongside UNICEF. Their uh, campaign, Chime for Change, they're pledging $1 million uh, for Beyonce. She's trying to provide the East African country East African country of Burundi with more than 100 freshwater wells for up to 366,000 women and children by 2020. Well, you know I'm a picket Smith Winfrey knows Carter, so drop on the clues bombs for Beyonce. That's dope. All right, let's go. I, I got therapy at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I, I ain't got time for all this. You know what I'm saying? I just want right. to write my books and, you know, you can. do my nationally syndicated radio show, executive produce these TV shows. All right, everybody business. DM okay. Charlamagne. Don't DM me nothing about no damn Takashi 69. He likes right it. I don't care. He wants it all. Send it to the young boys. Everybody put Send a it rainbow. Send it to academics, them. Don't send me that. Comments. Don't do that to me. Don't everybody do that to me. Put a rainbow. Don't do that to me. Put a rainbow in his box right now. That's right. Don't do that. I accept rainbows from the LGBT community. That's about it. Rainbow here. Put that all in Charlamagne's comments. Rainbows. I'm going to set it off. All right. That is your rumor report. Now, earlier, Angela Yee said that Jeezy announced that he is retiring. That's my era. Drop on the clues bomb for Jeezy. Doug Medivation. One of my top seven favorite rappers so, of all time. What we're going to do is... Oh, oh, oh. We're going to do a Jeezy hey, mix we this go. morning. That's what I like. Now, we're going to celebrate like. Jeezy. Here we go. 585-1051. But before, we're going to start off with a uh, Takashi record. You're such a panda. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with oh. you. Panda. Oh. <laughs> you don't even know the word. Oh, Jeezy, let me know your favorite Jeezy joint right now at The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 